Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. My goodness gracious, it's already 4.06 on this Tuesday afternoon, the 24th, Thanksgiving Eve Eve. There are some things for conservatives to give thanks for, even assuming the worst presidentially. And that, of course, is still not officially certifiably over. Not yet. This is 106.3 WORD, and uh, delighted to have all of you with us today. The Upstate's talk station welcomes you, whether you're listening to us at 106.3 FM in the greater Greenville-Spartanburg area, or at uh, 101.5 FM in Anderson, or 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, or, of course, at 106.3 WORD.com, heard throughout the known uh, galactic system as uh, the home of the Upstate's talk station. The Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307, 71307. Let's see what the texters are up to uh, today here. Uh, Jimbo, do you think Biden will serve all four years, or will the escort take over soon? I've heard the constant uh, thoughts about the escort taking over. My honest thought, that Biden will serve all four years. Uh, whether or not he runs for a second term, assuming he wins the first term, uh, we'll see. He wanted to be president above all else, and he, he apparently is going to get that. But uh, Biden has shown me some cognitive difficulties. It was not good to see a man who could be leader of the free world, not knowing where he was or what office he was running for. But as I've noted before, he's not drooling. He more or less hung in there during the uh, debates. Ironically, most of his his symptoms of cognitive difficulty occurred during very friendly campaign settings in front of friendly audiences. And during the debates, he uh, did not fall apart. I didn't think he was terribly effective. I thought uh, Trump uh, certainly prevailed in the second debate, the one where you could understand what they were saying. But, uh, yeah, I think he'll serve all four, ter- four years. I really do. Uh and, of course, the escort cannot take over by herself, as you refer to the, uh, the vice president-elect, presumably. All right. Another texter, assuming the Republicans maintain control of the Senate, what happens if they refuse to confirm any of Biden's cabinet picks? Is there a provision in the Constitution for such an event? The Constitution doesn't uh, talk about it. The, uh, for the principal offices of uh, the executive branch, they must face confirmation. And that's all it says. I mean, technically, this could happen. I'll guarantee you that in a very tightly divided Senate, uh, most of his picks are going to get confirmed at some point. 
because the Democrats will start screaming about the government gridlock and all the rest of that. Most of them will get picked if he picks any really outrageous ones. Had he picked Susan Rice, for example, I think that she was toast. I really do. I think she would have been toasted Rice right off the bat. But he didn't. He didn't pick her. So uh, there is no provision in the Constitution that the texter asks about, nor do I expect it to happen either. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jimbo AOC just won another term. Six more years for her. I hate it. No, 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 no. AOC is in the House of Representatives. AOC won two more years. Two more years. The House is for two-year terms. The Senate is for six-year terms. There's not a prayer in the world that she can be elected to the United States Senate in the state of New York. I hope that she runs because uh, Chuck Schumer would destroy her statewide. The whole city, the whole state of New York is not New York City, okay? <laughs> there are some pretty conservative places in parts of New York State. She wouldn't have a chance of winning a New York State Democratic primary, not a chance in the world, much less winning an election. She, she could actually hand that seat back to the Republicans if she somehow won that nomination. No. Uh, let's see here. Jimbo, get some glasses. AOC cued her teeth are bigger than my donkey teeth. Yeah, that was just sort of a, a flippant phrase. No, she's not really, honestly. Uh, but apparently those who put people on the cover of magazines seem to think so. Uh, let's see here. Uh, our uh, family refers to today as Thanksgiving Adam, since Adam came directly before Eve. Oh, <laughs> very clever. I like that. Okay. Uh, worst case scenario, that Biden tries to lull Georgian Republicans into not voting with this so-called middle-of-the-road cabinet after Georgia elected. Uh, Watch cabinet. Uh, I'll be happy to watch that. In fact, the uh, the uh, uh, these choices picked by uh, by Biden drop out. You may call it an official. I told you so, which is another way of saying I don't think so. What's the worst case scenario? It's not that Biden tries to lull Georgia Republicans into not voting. Uh, it's uh, uh, people like Lynn Wood, his attorney. So anybody who was not wholeheartedly out there fighting for the president should not get another vote. When you've got the president's own people and keep uh, the Republicans from holding on to the Senate, that's a problem. Lynn Wood is an idiot. Lynn is a catastrophe. I don't know what in the world Lynn Wood was thinking. Uh, busy and have been rather busy. That's uh, election campaign. They do enough to uh, try and help the president in Georgia. I wouldn't know. They are not the people to be doing so. They're still in the fight for their lives to try and hold on to their seats in the U.S. Senate. Uh, the problem, unfortunately, is not is not uh, Democrats resting control of those Senate seats. The problem is Republicans eating their own. That's the problem. We need both Loeffler and Purdue in the United States Senate to keep Biden from having uh, an un. Uh, trammeled sway to uh, to keep the Supreme Court from being the last bastion for stopping uh, the progress of their, their uh, progressive socialist dream world out there. So, anyway, uh, things can be things can be worse. All right, uh, this uh, in terms of uh, of uh, things that conservatives can look forward to, thankful about. Uh, even let's assume for the moment that. Uh, 
that the presidency has lost. That's not given. That's not guaranteed yet. The fight goes on. But there were unexpected gains in the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, there uh, were gains made in the state legislative level. And the states, by the way, that's where you have uh, congressional districting done. In just a handful of states, uh, I think Iowa and California, among others, in only a handful of states do you have uh, some nonpartisan uh, or bipartisan commission uh, doing uh, House districting for the U.S. House. In most states, it's the legislature, and in most states, uh, that remains in Republican hands. So the uh, congressional seats for the next 10 years will be drawn in such a way as uh, to uh, probably further Republican efforts at uh, obtaining control of the House. Granted, courts have been uh, getting in the the way of this in recent years, but uh, again, let, let us say that, that there are reasons why people uh, of conservative viewpoint should feel thankful this year. There really are. Uh, certainly there is no wide open socialist steamroller coming. Don't see that at all. And that is bothering, I'm sure, many on the left here. Says Jimbo, I don't see Biden lasting more than two years. Okay, well, you can see that if you want to. Uh, I do. Uh, He goes on to say, I wonder, or she, I wonder if the press will uh, heed or or be as demanding for Biden's physical and cognitive exam results as they were for Trump's. No, they will not be as demanding of, and uh, they should be. We'll see if, in fact, uh, Biden continues to have lapses. We'll see if, in fact, he continues to expose himself to that now that he's not campaigning anymore. Uh, How often is he going to be out there? Guesses that those around Biden are aware of the of the gas that he makes. My guess is he's not particularly visible for the most part, except under uh, circumstances that he uh, he can't avoid. So uh, uh, you can see him not lasting two years. I I see him lasting the four, barring a, a major, uh, seriously debilitating health crisis of some sort. And again, I I don't predict that. This is 106.3 WORD, now at 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson. Everywhere on the Radio.com app, it's Jimbo for Bobby Mac at 4.50. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Teen. Afternoon. Thank you for being with us. It's 421. And I, I, I stand duly corrected, courtesy of the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Texter says, Jimbo, 
You referred to Biden exposing himself. Poor choice of words. <laughs> Considering his history with skinny dipping in front of female Secret Service agents. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> very true. That, by the way, is uh, is also true that he, he did. He took uh, pleasure in uh, exposing himself to uh, female Secret Service agents skinny dipping. Uh, that is uh, <laughs> bizarre but correct. Okay. Uh, but Texter says Biden could be our first BP basement president. Uh, okay. I'm sorry for being slow there, but he does. He has spent a lot of time in the basement. Well, the White House has a basement, too. So I'm sure you'll feel right at home there. Let's see here. Uh, Jim is a Wall Street investor, says this texture. I was heartened to see the appointment of Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary, or that should be the nomination, since she's not been confirmed for that yet. I never viewed her as a partisan, even when Trump attacked her. Biden's pick could have been a lot worse. She provides that sweet grandmother appeal that soothes financial markets. Yeah, cosmetically, she does provide exactly that, texture. That's very true. As I said, he could have done than Yellen. Agreed. That's one of his picks, I think, that is most in the category of, of could have been worse. And, uh, yeah, I suspect Wall Street will uh, will love her just by virtue of the fact that she is uh, going to uh, be in, in favor of more uh, stimulus uh, expenditures. And that could uh, come back around to, uh, to benefit, at least in the short-term investors. Long-term, of course, it's more deficit spending. And the question is, of course, are we going to be seeing a push in the direction of Nancy Pelosi kind of stimulus spending, which is to say bailing out states with their profligate spending ways? Or is it going to be the kind of spending that we make when we say, well, we've backed ourselves into a corner. We have to do something to keep businesses going, not can we chip in extra money for the Kennedy Center and uh, things of that public broadcast. I believe that's my cue to return here, there, a little uh, technical uh, snafu of this uh, or that sort. Not sure what that was about. Perhaps this is uh, Facebook censoring me. I wouldn't know. Anyway, good to have you with us this afternoon at 25 minutes past uh, 4 o'clock at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, of course, where our Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307, 71307. And uh, a texter says, uh, Jimbo, what do you call a person who refuses to obey by unconstitutional gun tax and magazine scam? An undocumented felon, Jim and Easley. Well, of course, we don't have any uh, gun tax yet, and a gun tax, a tax, cannot be brought about by an executive order. So a gun tax would have to pass the House and the Senate and be signed by President Biden. So uh, you, you may have a ways to go, Jim, to become an undocumented felon. In terms of uh, a magazine, I assume by magazine scam you're talking about limits on the capacity of a magazine under the assumption that only a limited number of crooks will be breaking into your home at a given time and you will be perfectly accurate in your shooting. But uh, <laughs> those are not things that can be brought about by executive orders. Again, that's why control of the Senate is so important, and that's why Purdue and Loeffler must be sent back to the United States Senate. 
I'll talk a bit about that here. Uh, there is a call that has gone forward. In fact, in the case of uh, former presidential candidate Andrew Yang, uh, the call is if you're progressive and you know it, pack up and move to Georgia. The idea being that uh, you become a, quote, resident of Georgia, unquote, long enough to vote. And then, of course, you go about your way. I guess you return to your uh, your uh, respective uh, real home states uh, as, a, as a hero for saving the, uh, the republic. Now, to be perfectly clear, to vote in Georgia, you have to be a resident of Georgia. And uh, in point of fact, uh, Georgia law emphasizes the point by stating that one cannot gain residency if he or she has come for temporary purposes only without the intention of making such county or, or municipality such person's permanent place of abode, unquote. All right. It's uh, 28 past, by the way, and uh, that, that deserves repeating, okay? Georgia law says that one cannot gain residency if he or she has come for temporary purposes only without the intention of making such county or municipality such person's permanent place of abode. So what are these people going to say? Okay, I promise. What do you think they're going to say? What do you think they're going to say? That's exactly what they're going to say, okay? That's, that's the real problem. And again, it's nice to know that that's in the law. But how, how you, you detect that, how you find that, those people, I mean, are you going to assign caseworkers to every such individual? Let's say that 10,000 people moved to Georgia. I'm not saying that 10,000 would. I'm just simply saying just to pick a number at random. Would the state of Georgia uh, assign agents to watch each of these people to see how many stick around? And if, of course, they then move back to their state on January the 6th, what's to keep them from saying, well, gosh, you know, I was going to stay in Georgia, but I remember that I, uh, I left the oven on, and so I went right back to my old home in California. I mean, how would you prove that? So while it's great that the law in Georgia does say that one cannot gain residency if he or she has come for temporary purposes only without the intention of making such county or municipality such person's permanent place of abode. How do you prove that? They could change their mind. Uh, again, it's a loophole. I would love to see it blocked for future elections. too late to block it for this one. But I'm not sure how you would block it in the future. I'm really not. Uh, because, you know, once they've moved back, they wouldn't even be under your jurisdiction, technically speaking for what it's worth. All right. Stay with us. Uh, more to come. Uh, Jimbo Hannon in for Bob McLean uh, yesterday, today, and uh, tomorrow. Then uh, we all get Thanksgiving off, and I'll be back in on Friday. And uh, we're looking forward to having you continue your participation. 1-800-347-1063 is our Ingalls Advantage talk line. We'll be back in a moment. The time now, 4.30. How do you do? Thank you for being with us this afternoon. Much appreciated at uh, 1063 WORD. Jimbo in for Bobby Mack this here week. And uh, we have a call from John in uh, Greenville. Hello, John. Oh, John. No, John in Greenville? Well, I just don't know what to tell you. I guess uh, we'll get uh, John in Greenville at, uh, at some point here. But. Uh, 
Money Penny, have we no John in Greenville? Well, well, I guess uh, you can call us, John. We'll uh, we'll get to you eventually here. In the meantime, over there at uh, uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line time seven one three zero seven here. Let's see, uh, Jimbo. It doesn't matter if the House and Senate have one hundred percent Republican rule. The Democrats don't have to follow the laws. Remember Obama. You can't break them all, okay? The idea is not true. They cut some corners. Yeah, they have. But the idea that a Democrat doesn't have to obey any law, uh, please, let's not get cynical about the whole thing, okay, here? Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, there are there. Uh, uh, Georgia voters, make them wait 90 days to be able to vote or no vote in an ongoing election after standard election day has passed. I could buy that. Uh, the the texter has uh, applied some thought uh, to this. Georgia voters make them wait 90 days to be able to vote or not to vote in an ongoing election after the standard election day has passed. Uh, that would that would solve the problem. Of course, you can't do it for this election. Too late for that. But uh, I'm now thinking about fixes that could be made at uh, some point in the future. So yeah, all right. I could I could go along with uh, with that notion here. Uh, Texter says, uh, "How about uh, backdoor firearms act like a stamp tax? Any kind of federal tax has to be passed by both houses of Congress and signed by the president. You cannot initiate a tax at the federal level by executive order, and that is where the Senate comes in." Then the texture goes on to say the capacity on mags has already been threatened in this way, as well as sports rifles called assault weapons by those deficient in intelligence. Well, you're correct. Uh, in fact, uh, you, you know the definition of an assault rifle, right? As as any leftist can tell you, it's uh, it's got that pistol grip and it's dark gray and it's really scary looking. Okay, that's an assault weapon. All right, uh, that's why I am uh, I'm not really joking when I suggest that the AR-15 be made pink, okay? <laughs> Seriously, it looks so fuzzy and cute. <laughs> How could it be an assault weapon? I mean, we're not dealing with rocket scientists here, okay? I'm serious. Make your A-15s available in pink, and then what would the left have to say about it? Well, it couldn't be an assault weapon. It's all it's all cuddly, like it's, it's pink. Just a thought. <laughs> maybe maybe in a pink camo pattern, okay? <laughs> Whatever. It is now uh, 21 minutes before 5 p.m. at 106.3 WORD. 21 before 5. And uh, I can certainly hope that that there will be people in Georgia who will be trying to affect uh, some enforcement of the state law that says you can't just move there to vote. Even though, again, how you prove that Ultimately, any enforcement has to involve an or else clause. Okay, we caught you moving here and you voted and then you ducked right out. Uh, How do you prove that they, in fact, didn't all just change their minds? Again, that would require some uh, legislation that is uh, is well thought out. Again, I like the texture. Georgia voters make them wait 90 days to be able to vote or no vote in an ongoing election after standard election day is passed. For the future, too late to do it now, but for the future, yes, I could uh, I could go along with that. 
By the way, as we look at the situation with schools being closed, throughout the pandemic, the teachers' unions have emerged as the most vocal opponents of in-person schooling, despite mounting evidence showing schools are not the cause of COVID-19 outbreaks. Now the unions are going after our kids' educations in that regard. The, Of course, the principal group here is the National Education Association, the largest teachers' union. They have issued a policy playbook for a Biden administration, chock full of bad ideas like opposing charter schools, for example, uh, ending Washington, D.C. school choice program for low-income kids, which was their chance at a decent education, and opposing measures that would make non-public schools more affordable for families. Anything into forcing people into one-size-fits-all, that's what they've been after. Never mind the fact that charter schools serve millions of kids who don't fit the traditional public school model. Never mind the fact that traditional public schools remain closed in many cities thanks to the aforementioned teachers' unions. Never mind. Never mind. Even as many Catholic schools, by the way, have remained open. Never mind that education choice is a lifeline for many families. The NEA plan is about protecting itself and rejecting reform at the expense of improving education. Just a few little thoughts that we uh, pass your way here at this time because, uh, again, that's, that's something you're going to be seeing more of. Given the strong likelihood that we will, in fact, have a Biden administration, you better get used to a far greater influence on the part of unions. And uh, that's just coming around the corner. Oh, by the way, we do have, I believe, uh, now, in fact, uh, John in Greenville. Uh, John, are you with us? I am with you this time. Thank you. Well, good good man. Thank you for being with us. Seems like an afternoon of technical snafus. Well, there you go. We'll make it better. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that I've lived in a number of states across the country, California, uh, Tennessee, uh, New Jersey, New York, and, and now here in South Carolina. In fact, I ran in the congressional primary in the newly formed 42nd Congressional District in California uh, back in 1992 when Jay Kim became the first uh, Korean-American elected to the United States Congress as a Republican. Um, and I just the only point I was going to make was based on your earlier conversation was that in those, all the states that I've been in so far, including New Jersey, uh, in New York, you need to be a resident for six months before you can vote or exercise the rights of a citizen of the state. In other words, not just pledge, as you were saying earlier, um, which is fairly unprovable, um, but you have to declare residency, show your uh, utility bills and, and some evidence that you have have been a resident of the state for a minimum of six months to alleviate the problem that's going on in Georgia right now. That makes a lot of sense. That's that's a very simple, straightforward idea. And I believe that, in fact, residency like that is required in, in, in a number of states, is it not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, every state I've been in. Uh, yeah. When people, when I was running in the Congressional Republican primary in California, for example, we had candidates moving in from Washington, D.C. and other places to try and uh, secure the nomination for that seat. Um, 
and they had to be in the state for six months as a full-time resident before they could even uh, file. And both people aren't going to do that unless they're really serious about moving. Well, that's right, and I think Georgia could do that very easily, and I think to your point, the, the Georgia statute was written as it is written simply to allow um, this kind of transient voting migration. Interesting. Uh, it, to, just doesn't uh, make any, it doesn't make any It doesn't make any sense otherwise, as you said. It's not well, you know, you, you, not you're right. It, it doesn't make any sense otherwise. If you have some other thoughts you would like to share with us as a practitioner of the political arts, stay with us and uh, we'll get you back on. But we must pause briefly. It's 15 before 5 at 1063. Ten minutes before 5 o'clock at 1063 WORD. Glad to have you with us here today. I think that uh, John in Greenville is still with us, a man who was offering some thoughts about uh, some reform of uh, election uh, voting reg- uh, residency. And, uh, uh, John, if you're still there, please continue. Hi, Jim. I am here. And uh, okay. I think, uh, as as we were mentioning just before the break, um, the six-month residency rule was, I think, deliberately written the way it was written and drafted so that uh, they could avoid this, uh, the, the migration of voters from one uh, state or uh, one county in one state to the next. Um, it, it applies, I know here in South Carolina, I was a poll manager um, this past election day, and if somebody came in and was not registered in that precinct of the polling place, we sent them to their precinct. We did not, did not allow them to vote. So um, the thing that's really new to me, and I still can't get a straight answer, is how mail-in ballots became legal without an action of the state legislature, because we've had an absentee ballot, uh, absentee ballot voting process for many, many decades, which works perfectly fine because it validates the voter registration and, uh, and the ballots are identifiable and can be audited uh, for just those reasons to uh, avoid the kind of election fraud that's now taking place in so many states. So I guess well, I know that in, in Pennsylvania, uh, the Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, simply jumped in with no authority to do so at all. That's how it happened there. Right. I'm not sure about elsewhere. I don't know. I think Georgia was a similar situation. Um, absentee ballot voting, and, and I'm uh, even the president from time to time, and I think he might have assumed that voters know more than they know, um, failed to clearly make that distinction that absentee voting is vastly different than somebody simply arbitrarily sending out unsolicited ballots. I think unsolicited ballots can or are and certainly should be illegal. It's just not a, it's just not a valid way to vote. So uh, anyway, that was that's my biggest bugaboo yeah. about the current. Uh, Let I me ask you about it, about it, registration. It has a isn't isn't a driver's license often considered a part of uh, the process? Well, we started that, unfortunately, out in, in the blue uh, state of California. They got into no, I, I don't mean I don't mean registering to vote at the same time as you get a driver's license. I mean having a driver's license beforehand. Yes. Well, um, having a driver's license at one point in a lot of states identifies when you became a, when you moved in. 
and then they can backdate from that when six months take place. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. I know that that this uh, this notion of giving, for example, uh, illegals driver's licenses, and then they can turn right around and register to vote, even though they're they're technically that's not supposed to be allowed. But of course, there's a big wink and a nod that takes place, and I'm sure that's how many people who are not technically legal to vote have gotten to do just that. Um, so, yeah, if the driver's license would prove six months residency, then I think that would be fine. Um, but well, that, driver's licenses that are issued on, on a certain date. That's right. Right. Um, I mean, it, it may not. It so may not indicate your resident. It would probably be sometime after your your residency. I mean, the, usually a driver's license is not issued from the specific date that you moved into a given state, but, but, but close. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think a driver's license is in any state that I'm familiar with, uh, proof of residency or when your residency began officially, meaning when you file for the driver's license. Now I've lived in states where I never changed my driver's license to that state license. So I couldn't use my driver's license to prove residency. Yeah. But I, you can use passports. You can use a lot of things that have yeah. official dates and photo IDs. Based on your but, experiences, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to know uh, if what you would change if you uh, if John in Greenville was made the czar of of voter registration in this country. What changes would you make that would make this a a more fair and secure system? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow anyone to vote unless they were were a registered voter. Uh, with six months of residency in the place where they're voting, simple as that. I think, I think, um, in my, truly in my heart, Jim, I believe that Donald Trump won this election in a landslide, and it was simply um, turned upside down by the presence of unsolicited mail-in ballots. From where they came, no one knows. And of course, in I think they destroyed the evidence, meaning anything to verify them by by destroying the uh, envelopes in Georgia and Michigan. So there's no way to audit. If you don't leave an audit, I, I, I think the voting system in the country was originally designed to have an audit system to avoid audit. I mean, uh, voter fraud, and, and it worked very, very well in most places, except maybe in Cook County, Illinois, with Joe Kennedy in 1960. But or Lyndon Johnson down in Texas, but they had to go through a lot of hoops and buy off a lot of judges to pull that off. Um, and I think a lot of election reform came as a result of it. So if I were the czar, um, I would simply say that you need to be a six-month resident, legal legal citizen, which is one of the criteria, uh, registered in um uh, the district and precinct in which you're going to vote. And if uh, you don't want to come to the poll but want to vote absentee, then we have perfectly good provisions for that, and I've done that many times. But it's well, provable. Certainly, uh, it, it proves that you're a resident. Yeah. You're registered. Well, we certainly need, uh, need some changes. Uh, John, thank you for uh, sharing your experiences with us. I much uh, much appreciate that, and uh, we will uh, we will find out. Uh Certainly the, the battle to try and find out is not over, although it is uh, rapidly being constricted and uh, squeezed to death. 1-800-347-1063, that's our 
Ingles Advantage talk line. Jimbo in for Bobby Mack, and uh, we've got more to come, so uh, stay with us. After the news on the hour, we'll continue with the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back, 3 before 5. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 